What's up, guys? Welcome to the Stretch Four. It's Corey and it's Martin. We're back here again. Uh, so thankful for you all to tune in to the Stretch Four. We're going to talk about, I wouldn't say a lot, but we're going to get real in depth on some things here today. Um, Corey, where you want to start off at? Well, you know, I, just, I want to start where we were just now talking. We were just having some conversation before we even went live on a recording about um, looking at the East. Because um, we want to look at some of the standings. Looking at the East, who do we feel is in, who's out, and what does that mean for, some, for any of these teams that may be out? Because I looked at the East, and just to give you a quick rundown, you got Toronto at one, Milwaukee at two, Philly at three. Pacers at four, Boston at five, Detroit at six, Charlotte at seven, Orlando eight, Miami and Washington are nine and ten respectively. Um, who do you have that out of that top ten, who do you have in? I mean, who do you have going in and who may be going out? I think everything sits the same. I don't see the Magic getting in. I think you swap swap places with the Heat. So, Magic right now would be in the eighth seed. Okay. I think in the Heat or in the ninth seed, I think they swap places. I think Spo is going to get Miami where they need to be. Okay. They tend to go on, you know, these little runs. And I'm not sure also about uh, what's going on with Deion Waiters. Out of shape. That's, yeah. That's what it is. It's you don't give a knucklehead money. So, I, I don't know if they have plans on using him at all when he's – back to 100% or if it's a matter of hey man you know we might have messed this one up but I think regardless the pieces that they have I think that they have some key pieces to obviously I wouldn't say winning a championship but to get you in the playoffs and make a little bit of a run and then on top of that you know these guys are going to play for Wade Wade's yeah. going to play his hardest you know we just saw what happened uh, last night so yeah. I think that's a, a, a thing. But everybody else, I think, stays the same. Now, I, I do see some teams going up and down, though. Okay. I definitely well, do. Well, real quick, before we do that, and just to let you guys know, we're recording Tuesday night. So, when we're talking about last night, we're talking about Correct. Monday. But um, I had it similar. I had Miami in, but I have a different team out. I have Charlotte out. Um, okay. And like I was telling you, to me, I think what ends up happening is Charlotte tries to move Kemba sometime in the next, um, I would say probably in the next two months, right before that trade deadline. Mm -hmm. um, it wouldn't be the first time we've seen an all-star player get traded at the t trade deadline. No. I don't think there's been, there hasn't been much of any talk in the Charlotte area about extending um, Kemba. Um, and then Charlotte's also in this weird situation where Kemba is a um, um, does qualify for that supermax, so that means that I believe it's two hundred and eight million that you would have to give him in order to um, as a, an extension. And I don't see Jordan and I don't see Mitch Kupchak writing a check for that much to a guy who is good. He's definitely good, but I wouldn't put him in the in the top five point guards in the league. No, but he is the best player in franchise history. He is, but well, he's the best player in franchise. No, history. I mean you got Alonzo Mourning with the well, yeah, it's staying and playing here. Yes, yes correct. But I, I, my my retort to that would be yes, he's the best player in franchise history. However. If you have a team that's not really going anywhere, like how many how many seasons is Charlotte going to be the 
ninth, eighth, I mean the ninth, tenth, or eleventh seed. So if you don't have a team to go anywhere, the last thing you want to do is dedicate forty-two million dollars to somebody who's probably worth twenty-five. Yeah. Like he's worth twenty-five a year. Like my thing is, all right, I- I'll ask you this. Okay. Next year, would you take Kyle Lowry or Kemba Walker? Well, I definitely would take Kyle Lowry, but the difference is in this situation, and that's is, on Kyle Lowry on a bloated contract. Like nobody thinks that's a good contract. No, no. But I think he's playing. He's playing for something this year. I mean, he's it, he's it's playing a for a contract, and I don't like guys playing for a contract. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen this deal done last year. Yeah, but you don't know what you're you don't know what you're doing at that point. So like that's the thing when it comes to free agency, especially in the NBA, it's so much more trickier than the NFL. I think in the NBA, there's a lot more moving pieces. There's a lot of things that's happening. For instance, uh, what is it? I think, fr- is it Thursday or Friday? Might be Thursday where guys um, who signed deals. Oh, the 15th. The 15th, okay, of the, month, the 15th of the month. 15th of the month. Who all the all-season guys are eligible so, to be treated. You know, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, okay, there's so many moving pieces that are happening so frequently in the NFL, you get certain news, but in the NBA, it's like, man, if you don't keep up for a couple of weeks, you're just completely out of the loop with some of the guys and what's happening around the league. So I think I think the thing with Kimball Walker is the only way they trade him is if they just obliterate this season and somehow fall out of the playoffs and they kind of just go, they just start sinking. Right now, you look at the last 10, they're 5-5. Five and five. The only other team that's five and five in her last ten, well, everybody else is better. But the only other team that's five and five is Detroit, and Detroit's at number six. So you're looking at Charlotte and Detroit are are top, they're they're neck for neck. So here's where I say, so here's where you look at, okay, there's an opportunity here. All right. So Kimba this year is making twelve million, right? Mm-hmm. Without counting his money. Mm-hmm. And these are all, yeah, without counting his money, the team would already be, only has $6 million towards the cap. And that's with guys, that's with Frank Kaminsky off the book, Jeremy Lamb off the book. So you can re-sign, if you re-sign Kemba, right? Mm-hmm. Now you have to pay, you have the, you have his bird right, so you can re-sign him for over the salary cap and everything. You can offer him a... A, um, a max deal, but let's say you give him that super max. Mm-hmm. Now you're at forty-two million dollars for him. Well, I think it kind of scales. So let's just say like thirty-eight million. So now your payroll is a hundred and forty million for next year. Correct. You're thirty million over the cap. But you're moving Batum and a couple of those other pieces. Who are you going to move Batum for? You know how much Batum makes. But that's the problem. He has fifty-three million dollars left on his deal. It goes twenty-five-five next year, and then he has a player option, which of course he's going to oh, take of course. for twenty-seven million. But that's why you move him. You move him and you throw him. Move in picks. him to where? A- anybody that'll take him. There's no no one. But you got to realize. Everybody's trying to get their big fish. This is the Correct. last year for several years. There's going to be a big fish out there. Correct, but you still have some teams that it doesn't matter if they're going for a big fish. They're not going to catch one. Now, here's what I kind of think you could do. Here's what I kind of think. The, I got to be real. It's the Batum contract is bad, and the other contract that is bad 
is the Bismack. Well, there's three more contracts. There's a lot. See, but that's what that I'm saying. That Bismack Biombo contract is awful. Exactly. But you package all of these guys, dude, not all of them at one trade. million in a oh, summer. Yeah, you tried. Oh. You tried. Dude, there are teams that will actually take on these players. Well, I, oh, okay, so right? Well, so here's the thing, right? the Nets were a team like that. You yeah, can just but try. you still do that with the Nets. No. The Nets actually have, they managed to open up space for two max contracts and a mid-level next year. So let me ask you, what players do you see signing with Brooklyn? A lot of teams want to go to Brooklyn. No, it's not possible, man. A lot of teams want to go to Brooklyn. Here's why, man. What they have going on right now is not an attractive place to be because they're not winning games. Now, I would say that the team that I think might work might be... um, Start, yeah, that's what I was saying. You start packing. That's the guys only one that I think you can take um, Batum for because Batum doesn't affect any of your guys' growth. Um, and you can and there Cleveland once Tristan Thompson's contract is off the board. I mean, there's so many dude, places that Atlanta you can try to move has it. twenty seven million. I mean, has twenty almost twenty eight million dollars of junk money on the books, and they're still under the cap. And guess who's signing with Atlanta next year? Nobody. Yeah. That's what I mean. There are teams where you can move these. And it's, of course, for them, it's not going to make much sense financially. But at this point, there are teams that aren't looking at next year. There's yeah. teams that's looking three years down the road for their rebuild. My problem is, and it's problem is Nick Batum, he's just a, he's a, he's a victim of his contract. That's it. I mean, you look at him. He's an okay player, but he's yeah. just not worth $25 million. Well, a year. if you ever go to the games and you get a chance to watch him, or you're watching it on TV, you're watching it on your phone, whatever it is, you watch him play, you're like, okay, this guy can, he can, he can play some ball. And can the problem is, it's just the money. Tony Parker got a two year deal? Um, what? Unless they kind of think, well, we might lose Kemba and he might no, be some kind of balancing. No, no. I, I think that the two year deal thing is you don't sign him to a one year deal. I think you go with the two-year deal for him to actually come. I think I, I don't think there would be a point for him to go there for a year when he could have stayed in San Antonio. I think that's the thing. Now the other he was going to be back up. The other contract I don't know see them getting rid of either is Martin Williams. He got a player option for next year for fifteen million, which he's definitely going to take. Yeah, he's going to take it. But that's what I mean. I, I like you know. But here's the thing. You know, do you try to what, like what are you going to trade Kemba for? That's the other question. So you could get with Kemba's contract, and obviously, um, what's his name, uh, Marvin Williams' contract. The only reason thing that you can move that for is he's actually a pretty good three point shooter. Yeah. Problem is, you're going to eat some of that money. Like no team's going to take the full fifteen no. million. You're going to eat some of it. But I mean, you you look at Kemba's case. It's like okay, where do you trade him to? Where? Oh wait, you know what? Oh no, never mind. Never mind. Go ahead. You know, it's like it's like where do you trade Kemba Walker to where it fits for for your team in the long run? Because if two you ones. lose you can get two ones for Kemba. Yeah, but what but you have to think that ultimately changes the direction of that team. So that team that you were getting the ones from, they're not gonna be in that same position but it's after a team arriving that, with Kemba. So here's the thing. You can get two ones in a sense for a team that wants to win now. Um who But there aren't no there there aren't any teams out there that can use his services, is what I'm saying. When you look Well, if you look at it, right, you look at the top teams in the league right now, because that's where we're essentially talking about moving them. I mean, if you move them to I Orlando, think, it does not know, make Orlando you know a better a good team. Fit for them, um <laughs> is whatchamacallit. Best fit for um Kimba 
is well, Washington, Phoenix. Oh, Phoenix? Yeah, you know, Phoenix. But even Problem still. Problem is, that's not a good... I mean, and if any picks you get from Phoenix is going to be, what, top five. So they're probably going to protect that up. Yeah. It's, so that's what I mean. That's why the time it's almost for Kimba like, to move would have been last year. Yeah, but that's why I think you keep him. Perfect for the Cavs. But that's why I think year. you keep him. I think you, you just keep can't him. afford him. Like, but the, you have to. And you know that the fool's errand is always giving a guy who's not worth the money the money. But you have to though. You have to keep him. You literally do because getting rid of him doesn't help you in the long run. Because Charlotte has a problem attracting free agents. Your best thing for having trying to get a free agent is the name Kimba Walker. Being able to play Ain't beside a guy Charlotte, like even with Kendall Walker. Yeah, now, are. here's the one t- person I think would be perfect in, in Charlotte if you could move some of this money. Um, Boogie Cousins. Well, Boogie Cousins. I think about guys like Bradley Bill. No. Nah. Uh, yeah. Because you got to trade to get Bradley Bill. Yes, you do. But you can make it happen. You can make speaking it happen. Speaking of, real quick, speaking of the Washington, um, everybody needs to go. <laughs> And I hate I, I, I promised you I was not going to talk Philadelphia 76ers. But if anybody from the Philadelphia 76ers is listening to this podcast because they scrolled all the way down to Dallas and listened to us, um, Markeith Morris, that is all. Um, we got the open spot. I'm, I'm not going to elaborate on it, but Markeith Morris, you know, one year rental, you need a stretch for um, th- um, um, three point shooter. All right, so. All right, so we got that. Let's go ahead and move on to some of these other teams in the in the East. You say you got um, the Magic going out. Yeah. I think the combination of Vucevic playing like he's playing some of the best basketball I think he's played in his career. Oh, but he he, he balls, man. He just but but when he you gets mix, hurt. But you mix if yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, that's anybody. They stay, if they get hurt, then they're kind of done. But you mix Vucevic with um, uh, what's from called Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon, and if they can figure out um. Well, a way to incorporate Mo Bamba into that rotation. It's hard. That's that's going to be the hardest thing. They got a lot thing. of big guys. And, that's, and, and Mo oh, Bamba and just got suspended too, by the way. Yeah, for one game. For, I for see For one it. game. I, that's the hardest part is trying to figure it out because the big man role is so it's so thin in the NBA right now. Got you, like Guys like Aaron Gordon don't fit. Now, and I say that because unless Aaron Gordon turns into Blake Griffin... I don't want to say his career will be over. I like Aaron Gordon. Nah, he got the money. He, he they going to have to work it out because they already gave him the big deal. Correct, but <laughs> I mean, as far as the longevity, I think that he's. I think he he's has been to develop. He's, he's been working on his outside game. Oh, he has. I mean, and he's making that team at least compete. Yeah, but the and problem is you're, you're you're running next to Vucevic. Yeah, and Vucevic. Well, is Vucevic outside. still going to move Vucevic. They should. You right. know. You know where he needs to go. Where? Never mind. Philadelphia? No, we're not going to talk about the Lakers. Oh, I said it. Ouch. Ouch. Ah, the Lakers? Well, you know what? I think it's so funny. Just tell me how much y'all would benefit by having Brooke Lopez this year. Yeah. The way he been lighting it up. Well, yes, but no. The problem that we have with Brooke Lopez. Well, not even that. The problem that we had with him was defensively. Okay. Keeping him on the court defensively was, uh, it was a hassle, man. It was terrible. We played so much better with Julius Randle. I will tell you this: I like the way that um, I like the way that the Magic structured Aaron Gordon's deal. He has seventy-six million guaranteed. His money goes down every year. 
That's good. Yeah. So he's good making twenty one five this year, then nineteen eight, eighteen one, sixteen four. That's good. Yeah, that's actually really smart. Now Busevic is only making twelve seven, and they have his bird rights, but he's an unrestricted free agent at the end of this year. I. Yeah, but let's. All right. Yeah. All right. So. Let's I go to the Western Conference. Let's go to the way. Western Conference because I think there's going to be more movement in the Western Conference. Than I don't. I'm telling you that right now. I'm telling you that right now, man. All right, so let's see who we got in. So right now in the Western Conference, we have Oklahoma City, City number one, Golden State number two, Denver three, Clippers four, Lakers five, Grizzlies six, Portland seven, Dallas eight, Sacramento, New Orleans, and San Antonio and Minnesota are are 10, 11, 12, 13, I mean 12. And I kind of think I got to mention, oh, 9 through 12, I'm sorry. And I got to mention Utah, Houston, and Phoenix. Done. Well, Phoenix is done. Oh, I think they're all done. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's, well, let's put some, let's put it in perspective real quick. From, to be right now, from first to 13 in the um, West is separated by six and a half games. Yes. Um, so that's one thing. Yes. That's From true. the eighth seed to the 14th seed, that is a separation of three games. Correct. And we saw, we've seen Memphis be the number one team in the West, and then the next week they were number seven. Correct. I mean, six or seven. So, and same thing with Portland. I think that there's going to be a lot of movement. I think my one team that I think is going to get in there and out of this group, actually, yeah, I think there's going to be two teams that get in here. Who? For the teams that's not in. Who? And maybe this is my own personal desire. Go ahead. I think the Pelicans. No way. No way. Go ahead. Well, I would like to see them with Peyton actually playing. Because Peyton came in, he was balling, they were winning, then he got hurt, and he started losing. So I like to see that. I'm a huge Drew Holiday fan, and I I really would like to see, um, uh, what's your call it? Dang, can't think of his name. The big man. Um, Julius Davis. I really would like to see Davis play in the playoffs, but also I would like him to stay more. I want him to stay with the same team. I really... I know it's not going to happen, but I would like to see that. Yeah. Because he really wants to make it work there. He does. And he's one of those two guys who just seems he's genuine. Um, So I would like to see that. That would be something interesting. And I don't think Houston's going to get it together, but I do think that Utah's defense is good enough to get them in. So when I'm looking at these teams and when I say what I say, what I'm basing everything off of, it's pretty much your last 10. Okay. That's, how, that's how I'm looking at a lot of things because that kind of shows where you're at. Yeah. Within a, you know, a and 10 where you're headed. Yeah. And where you're headed, too. So I look at Houston, 3-7 and seven in the last 10. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're not making that. No. I, and I, they've been talking like, oh, we're not worried, blah, blah, blah. But you should be. And, in fact, your future should be worried, too. Yeah. I think it was between Chris Paul, James Harden, and Clint Capella. I think they'll, they're capped for 20. It's like $80 million. Well, for 2022, I think it's a, like 106, 100 and, it's either 106 or 166 million. I got million. you right here. So between Chris Ball, James Harden, and Clint Capella, you said um, this year they eat up 80 million. 
But go down next year they four be years up eighty one, then ninety eight million. Mm-hmm. What's that last right, year so looking like? Is that seventy five? Yeah, no, it goes. It goes. Let me get this right. It goes eighty. Next year it is ninety one, then it's ninety eight, then is what eighty seven, a hundred and one, and then that's when Chris Paul's deal runs out, and then. Uh, James Harden has a player option for 22-23 for 46-8. So between those two, it's 65. So we're looking at 100 Gosh. million between three guys. It's, it's speculated that if the salary cap remains the same, they'll have $12 million in cap space. Dude, right now. You can't right now, get Marvin the Williams. The cap's at 109, right? You can't get Marvin Williams. The cap's at 109, right? Right. So they're right now they're twenty five million over the cap. If it goes up like five million to like one fourteen, they'll be twenty five over next year. Their first time where they would be under the cap would be twenty twenty one. So they're going to pay. I think they're already going to pay the repeaters tax. Yeah. Which means all those little million dollar contracts are like eight million dollars on the books. Like. Golly, that so, Chris Paul deal is going to kill him. Oh yeah, it's going to kill him long term. And then on top of that, you still have to figure, okay. Chris Paul is going to spend a lot of time where he's actually not playing or you're yeah. trying to rest him to get into the playoffs. I like the Clint Capella but, deal. No, yeah, the Clint Capella deal is fine with me, but then you also have to figure the James Harden deal. Okay, James Harden is what, 20, probably 28 right now? 29, 28, mm-hmm. 29? Five years from now, what, that puts him at 33. So you have a 33-year-old James Harden making 40-something million. Yeah. Well, I think they're okay with that. I think. I, well, yeah, except for the fact that, okay. But you're going to have a if you're 38-year-old Chris Paul making 42 And that's the thing. And you're not going to be in contentions for a championship. Now, here's what I would like to see them do. I would like a, Brent, a Eric Gordon. Well, he's not happy there. Exactly. I want to see Eric Gordon. Brent, Brandon Knight's got a big deal. They can move his deal. P.J. Tucker actually has a pretty reasonable deal. Nene has a very reasonable deal, but Nene is washed. Chris is washed. Gerald Green washed. Carmelo Anthony washed. MCW washed. James Ennis washed. That's what I mean. I mean, they just washed. It's going to be very tough. They got a bunch of bums on them. And that's why they can't win. Yeah, out of they starting five, it's pretty tight. But then they just got a bag of bums. That's it. Well, they got six. They got six strong on their team. So I think they're canceled out. I'm looking at Utah. They're 13 and 15 at the moment. And their last 10, they're 5 and 5. So we're looking at a team that's going to finish approximately right around that 500 mark. That's not going to get you into But see, Utah, the one thing that – so here's my only thing about Utah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Where is it? So Utah, they're – you know, it's not Utah. It's New Orleans that I see. Because New Orleans, even though they're four and six in the last ten, their plus minus is better than a than a couple teams that are in. Correct. So that means that they just been, you know, that, that usually gonna, works its way through, and you usually get a realistic plus minus. But they're going to struggle versus these teams. That's the, the one through eight in the Western Conference. I think it's set. I don't think anybody's getting in. I don't think anybody's going out. Will it fluctuate? Yes. Do I see the Grizzlies going down a bit? Yes, I do. I actually think that the Grizzlies and the Mavericks will likely swap uh, positions. I think Portland's going to stay right where they're at. But I think the Grizzlies and the Mavericks will do a little jump. I still think that Portland, they also, if Boogie has a good year this year, Portland should be in the Boogie Cousins business. Well, they wanted to get them last year or this this offseason. They wanted them. Yeah, but you're going to have to pay. You're going to have to overpay. 
Like Portland doesn't understand. Portland has to understand they are going to always have to overpay for talent because it's important. Well, not not just that, but everybody's going to penalize them for messing up twice. So yeah, I think uh, I think you got to pay the tax for that, and that's what that's what you have to pay. <laughs> but yeah, I mean Luka Doncic right now. Oh my goodness, he's he's a rare one. Yeah. He's a real one, man. It's going to be Luka Doncic is going to be. It's just yeah. And his potential, like his potential, is is unimaginable, man. Yeah. Like it's just it's unimaginable for a European player one, um, for an athlete who's not just extremely, you know, he's not an explosive type of guy, but just a guy who knows the game and yeah. has a feel for the game. It's almost you know you watch him play, and he has like a. A vision, movement kind of thing like Steve Nash had. Oh yeah, it's he, like he has that kind of he, he, he's, ability. He's going to make Euros. He's going to change Euros for the next five ten years. We think so. I think so. I think we I think honestly so. think so. But the problem is, okay, so here's the thing, right? How many of them are as polished as Luca? That's the that's the well, question. Well, I mean, but thing is, I mean, it's going to make guys look twice when you got the NBA general managers complaining that NBA player, I mean, that college players aren't ready for the NBA game. Yeah. Why not get a Euro guy who's been um, playing in the second um, best league in the NBA? I mean, in in in, in the world. Yeah. Going through practices since he was 14, 15 years old. Going so. through practices, heavy practices, two and three times a day. I mean, yeah. Luca even said, I think um, someone was interviewing him, and he, he was, was like, saying, "Y'all get to um, y'all don't have twice a day." Yeah, and you know that's that's big. So you know, just being through all of that, but I think that stays the same. I think the Clippers will probably drop down to the fifth seed. I think uh, Lakers will go to fourth. Yeah, um, I think the Warriors will take back the top seed in uh, West. And I think OKC probably actually finished third. I think Denver will go second. Well, I mean, I think it's going to be interesting, but I, I kind of, I'm, I'm holding. I really want the Pelicans to do good. Yeah. I don't know what it I is understand. about that squad, and it's, well, I guess because I'm a Kentucky fan, so Anthony Davis brought me my championship some time ago, and but I've always rooted for Anthony Davis because he seemed like a good dude. Oh, he is, um, man. incredible, and he, he's an incredible player. Man. Oh yeah. yeah, he can do literally everything out there. But um, that team just isn't built to to win anything, and I think that's why you kind of move them as well. I think you can either pay them money all of these years and get nothing out of them, or you could try to move them and move on to your next thing. It's tough, but you know it's kind of one of those things. I want to take a look at. All right, you know, I just wanted to take a look at something else, but we oh uh, real quick, we know um, Jimmy Butler got hurt. However. They really haven't come public with what's going on with them, so we'll try to talk about that as soon as we get some info. Um, oh, the Denver Nuggets signed Nick Young. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah. So now you got two. Um, you got two crazy people on that team. Who's the first one? Um, what's from call it? Jamal Murray. Uh, no. no. Uh, Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, so, but you you bring him in for his specialty of shooting threes. And he has champion. And now he's not your guy that you want in the locker room telling you oh, blah blah blah. But dude, he's, he's won a championship. He's going to go out there for his. Like, oh yeah. Like both of them cats is out there to get, get. Oh yeah. Get their buckets. Yeah. But um yeah so we gonna as soon as we find that stuff that information out some of this up update I mean new information we'll hit that we'll give y'all you know that information we're probably gonna record this weekend to see um real quick uh, before we close question. Uh, any update on the Michael Porter Jr. 
Ah, more likely he's going to be done for the season. Like for the season, yeah. okay. They're going to do the Sixers thing. It, it, it's only smart that they do that because there's really no need for him to come back this year. Try to get him going in the playoffs. It'd just it, it'd be a tough thing to do. Yeah, you rather him go through all his conditioning. That the, I just and, wanted to touch you know, on. You know, it allows his body. It allows his body to kind of get in shape and everything. So well, yeah, we have 53 minutes of um, college yeah. time. It's tough to get into the NBA. So exactly <laughs> NBA body. So, but yeah, there. I mean, there's gonna be some good topics coming up. There's gonna be some more games. I mean, I can't wait till we get to buyout season and um, buyout season and um, trade deadline. trade deadline stuff because that's when we're really gonna see some of these contenders start shaping their rosters. Um, and I was gonna do as the Markel Fultz, but I don't even want to talk about it. It's just. I don't think. However, do. I did see good news about Zaire Smith. Looks like they're still looking at maybe like the end of January for him. So that's a big thing because they were talking about potentially that lung sur- the surgery he had to have around his lungs was going to keep him up for the year. So, okay, that's good. you know, you know, just a little something. But um, real quick, we've been talking about it. We, we, we've been talk, telling you guys it's coming. I'm happy to say we should have the trailer for the new podcast on the Gig Podcasting Network for, I mean, um, from Martin. Yes. Uh, we'll probably have that on Friday of this week uh, with the first episode starting next Friday mm-hmm. and being a weekly show. Um, probably about 10, 10, 15 minutes at the most just to kind of um, give you guys some ideas, especially around the holiday times, a lot of people's family time. So you got to make sure you frame your shots right. I'm going to say that like I know what it means, but, you know, <laughs> uh, I'm going to wait for Martin to teach me, you know, teach me what I need to do. Um, and then we also are in development of a secret second show by Martin um, that will be dropping on the on New Year's Day. Um, so when you wake up from that hangover and think that you need to go to the gym, we want to have something to put in your ear first thing in the morning. That's correct. Um, so anything else, anything you want to really quickly put out there so that people can contact you, um, anything you want to talk, tell them about? Yeah, yeah real quick. Um, everybody, uh, if you want to check out more of my work and what I do, uh, be able to follow me and, and see what it is that... Uh, goes on in my quote-unquote everyday life you can follow me on instagram uh and as well as facebook at the philosophy that's t-h-e-f-e-e-l-o-s-o-p-h-y again that's on instagram and facebook and that's at t-h-e-f-e-e-l-o-s-o-p-h-y uh definitely also just wanted to say uh thank you for you all listening um being able to you know be here on a platform uh, me and Corey and, and talk sports is is a thing that you know I never thought I'd be able to do, um, but you know you guys make it possible. Uh, you keep us going, and uh, I mean really is just something good. Uh, and you know you guys get some entertainment out of it as well. So uh, just wanted to say thank you for that, and uh, just just keep tuning in. Uh, it gets better and better. Uh, we're gonna keep talking. Uh, we're getting close to you know the time where a lot of moves will be made. So we can't wait to be able to inform you of everything that's going on within the NBA. And um, just thank you. All right. And ditto. (laughs) But um, if you want to reach me, um, you can always reach me at B-A-A-T-I-E at gmail.com. That's my direct um, email address. Um, I, if you don't already know, I do have a podcast and website that that I have done that um, for some time on the YouTube page. It's the YouTube page is QC Rideshare. Um, it's for anything in, um, regarding the gig economy. 
um, and the finances and the strategies and the struggles and all the things that go with the gig economy. Um, also have the Gig Essentials podcast um, and also the gigessentials.com where you can get bo- um, blogs about the recent events in the gig economy. Um, but until the next one, peace. Peace. This is Corey, and as always, I want to come in with the dirty work at the end of the podcast. Just remember to subscribe wherever you see podcasts that helps people get to subscribe and rate us because the rating also helps people get to see the podcast and they get to know that it's out there and we appreciate it. Also, if you get a chance, go to gigpodcasting.network. That is the website for the entire network of podcasts. And so you'll be able to see all the podcasts that we offer this one, as well as um, our um, Gig Essentials podcast, as well as the RPO podcast, Stretch for the Lamar and Corey show, as well as uh, Get Rip Guys one other thing, we know that supporting the podcast is sometimes kind of hard. Everybody has financial issues, but if you can't financially support the podcast by clicking on the link in the show notes, then definitely go to gigpodcasting.network. We have a number of affiliates that we've been gracious enough to work with. Click on their links. It'll take you to their websites. A lot of times give you special offers and it helps us and we appreciate it. Please help the people who are helping us. Until the next one. Peace.